0: Welcome to Soul Rising. We're your hosts, Amy and Aaron. We're two everyday mediums who are passionate about taking the woo-woo out of spirituality and bringing it down to earth. So put the kettle on, grab a chair, and join us.
1: Welcome. On this episode, uh, we're going to be talking about Atlantis. Atlantis.
0: Ooh. Atlantis. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Amy, what do you know about Atlantis, real, real quick? Well,
0: Yeah, so I don't know too much about Atlantis. Uh, Aaron kind of took this topic and ran with it. And the next one, it will be one that I kind of run with. But um, I I think it's cool, too, that we're doing this because it's almost like somebody that maybe is more like the viewer that doesn't maybe have as much knowledge about it. And then you're kind of telling us things about it. So I will certainly ask some questions to you for sure. What I do know about Atlantis is... That it was, uh, you know, a landform, and that it would have sunk is kind of what I feel happened. Um, now, was it uh, somewhere? I don't know what part. I don't know where it was. Was it it like somewhere in between the? Was it in the Atlantic Ocean somewhere?
1: They that's what they say, but they also say yeah. that it could it could be anywhere.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: There's not really like a concrete place.
0: Uh, okay. Um, I've kind of always thought of, or thought I knew that it was in that area of the world. And I also feel like, um, it would have been a place where it would have been, um, you know, civilization would have been really spiritually intelligent and very, um, kind of, uh, technology intelligent as well. And so I feel like maybe even we're playing catch up to what they would have done in Atlantis. Um, now I think I've kind of read before that, And you can correct me if I'm wrong, but that there may have been some sort of, it's almost like the Atlantans got too into the power of what they could do uh, and it became not as like for the highest and best good is what I'll say. And so it, it kind of was destroyed in, in a way. I, I don't know how it was destroyed other than sinking. Like, I don't know if something happened there where there's like wars or, you know, what, like, I'm not sure of those details. So I'd be really curious about it, but that's all I really know about Atlantis.
1: That's great. And that's basically what I knew about Atlantis Okay. <laughs> also before diving into this. And I also just want to say that it's just like, I am skimming the surface of
0: it. Yeah, we could do follow-up episodes. Yeah.
1: there We we could have four-part, five-part series on Atlantis itself and all of the different place rabbit holes that this is going to take you down. I also saw an orb right at the beginning of our podcast. So that's really cool. And it was like, I Amy, mean, you've got to look back at the footage because it looked like a piece of, like, string floated up. Really? Like a glowing, like, piece of string. It was Cool. Anyways, so maybe we've got some Atlantean uh, energy with us as well. Um, But okay, everybody buckle up because we're going to take a pretty deep dive (laughs) into Atlantis. Um, Now, if you are like Amy and I, you probably also thought that Atlantis. Uh, Or that was what you kind of knew Atlantis was this uh, advanced civilization that um, maybe got that like got destroyed. They destroyed itself and got sunk um, or was uh, underwater somehow. Like that's really what I thought thought Atlantis was. Also the Disney movie Atlantis, which I think is highly underrated. I've never seen it. It's really fun. It's a good Disney movie. If you have Disney Plus, look it up. It's got... um, who plays the voice? There's a. Uh, anyways, it's about this explorer who is convinced that Atlantis is still a real place, as are many people um, today. Um, they uh, believe that Atlantis was a real place. Um, so what I learned uh, about Atlantis was that it actually came from Plato's works called, and I'm going to butcher these names, so I apologize to Plato um, and any philosophers, um, Timaeus and Stratius? Critias? Critias, Uh Something like this. Uh, by the way, all of my sources are from Wikipedia, National Geographic, and a website called days.com. It's where I pulled some of my information um, from this. Um, and so Plato really was um, the first person to talk about Atlantis, um, and um, talked about Atlantis, and I think maybe he talks about Lemuria. I don't know. Um, But uh, they were both, Atlantis and Lemuria were both seen as this advanced society uh, run by people who were half gods and half human. And exactly what you said, Amy, they eventually got greedy with power. Um, There was misuse with their power. And as a result, according to Plato, uh, the gods got angry and basically swept Atlantis away under the ocean by a series of cataclysmic events that unfolded yeah um so there is some speculation as to what inspired Plato to write about this there's like some connections as well to uh ancient Egypt I don't go too much into Egypt just as a heads up um but there is some connection as well between e- Egypt and Atlant- and Atlantis yeah, I didn't know that it stemmed from Plato. Um, and there are so there are many who also, despite this seemingly fictional story, truly believe Atlantis uh, was a real place. Uh, even some of Plato's Plato's students. So it was like never. Um, it was never like, uh, proven that it was a real place, but it was never disproven either. It sounds like, um, so his student Aristotle truly believed this was a fictional place. Um, and that Plato, um, because he was known, this was like Plato's jam. Like he talked a lot about society, right. And he talked about government, um, and power. Um, so his student Aristotle thought it was a fictional place while Xenocrates, I think I pronounced me pronouncing that, right? name right uh believed this place was real um so all of that goes on during the 1960s because we become more aware and again this is from wikipedia because we become aware of like continental drift um and an understanding of like plate tectonics um we atlantis just kind of like we talked less about it and it became less popular um, I do want to read this quote just because I think it's really cool, so I'm going to try to paraphrase it, but um, there is a, a Plato scholar called Julia Annis. Um, she's a philosophy professor at the University of Arizona, and she said this about Atlantis. She said, the continuing industry of the industry of discovering Atlantis illustrates the dangers of reading Plato, for he is clearly using what has become a standard device of fiction, stressing the historicity of an event and the discovery of hitherto unknown authorities as an indication that what follows is fiction. She says that the idea is that we should use the story to examine our own ideas, our own uh, about government and power. And she says, we basically have missed the point that like Plato was just talking about how we could be our own downfall, that like this could happen to us. And I actually really love that idea. Um, And honestly, the more that I go into Atlantis, I'm less inclined to believe that it was an actual real place. And I'm more inclined to believe that either this is a place that is in another dimension, like exists beyond us, and, and, but I also, because I believe, I really do think that Plato uh, was uh, pulling something from somewhere. Like, I feel like he was channeling in some way. That's just, yeah, that's just me. Um, that's what I think. But I do definitely agree that Plato was talking about, you know, this idea that you know, it's not going to be, uh, you know, rocks from space or something, you know, it's from the universe that's going to take out Earth. It's going to be our own, like humans are going to be the ones to undo Earth. And I mean, we're already kind of seeing that with global warming and, you know, not taking care of our planet, right, as we we should be. And I do think there's a bit of a shift with that. But anyways, that's just a little bit of a sidebar with that. Um, but you know, who's to say that there are no other lost civilizations who lived before us, that maybe Atlantis and Lemuria really did exist? You know, we never really will know. Um, it is proven that there was a society that was uh, swept away by a volcanic eruption. And this was in Santorini, I believe, uh, over 3000 years ago. Um, and they were known as Min- Minonans, Minonans? Um, Anyways, they lived in Santorini um, and their society got swept away by this volcanic eruption. So, I mean, it did happen. Um, These things have happened. I think, well, that was one proven thing that happened before. So it could be possible. Um, I also thought this was interesting um, that even, you know, uh, the famous psychic medium, medium Sylvia Brown, that, you know what, no matter what you think of Sylvia Brown, um, she did very accurately kind of predict coronavirus. Um, She said uh, back in her 2008 book, I think the book is called The End of Days, which just sounds very, very bleak. Um, But she did say that a pneumonia-like illness will spread throughout the globe um so that's kind of interesting but she also mentions a lot of other things you guys can look that up if you're interested about some of her predictions um and she did say that lumeria and atlantis will rise uh again um and uh this will be in
0: 2050 so most of us will be living
1: we got to check back in and see if uh this happens. So you guys <laughs> hopefully we'll still be hopefully we'll still be doing the podcast by then. You never know. I'll be 70, I just realized. Can you imagine? You'll be 70, I'll be 60. That would be kind of neat. <laughs> um but okay, so that's kind of the very very again, very brief history of like Atlantis where it came from. What does this mean for like us as, you know, a spiritual community? Why are we talking about it? Um, well, uh, and I think it kind of uh, makes sense because Amy, you also mentioned Lemuria and having interest in, in, with that or having a connection, right, uh, to that because um, there is a lot of buzz on social media right now apparently about Atlantis and Lemuria um, according to an article which was actually recently published this June um, uh, and it's on days.com so they're talking about Atlantis resurfacing Um, And the article is titled The Internet's uh, Latest Spiritual Awakening. Um, and some believes that they are star seeds. So it's talk, the article talks about like how people are, uh, believe that they're star seeds. We've talked about this as well. De- descendants of um, a, a galaxy. Uh, they also talk about like Octarians, Arctur- um, which are alien human hybrids, which I didn't know about, um, from a blue planet. Um, and they talk about Pleiadians. So there's a lot of discussion around star seeds, Pleiadians, Octarians um, on social media right now. The interesting thing, too, that I feel like is important to note about, and I also want to give a shout out to Bigfoot Collectors Club podcast because they, I think they briefly, they talked about Atlantis as well. They did an episode on Lemuria and Atlantis, so if you guys also want to check that out, please do. Um, it's a pretty interesting episode, uh, two episodes, um, as are all of theirs, <laughs> but uh, that was really cool. Um, but they talked about the kind of like the more bleaker, the darker side, to um, Atlantis and Lemuria, maybe our listeners didn't know this as well, but that there was um, a racist and uh, an anti-Semite known as Dietrich Eck- Eckhart, who was an occultist, but also was known as Adolf Hitler's mentor, uh, which is interesting and is viewed by some to be the co-founder of Nazism. Okay. I know. We're taking a bit of a darker turn, but I just think it's important just to kind of mention it, um, because I think we still see this with some stuff today, maybe not as, um, you know, maybe to not, not to this extent, but we do see people kind of taking this idea of spirituality, these ideas and really shifting it, right. Kind of like making it this white supremacist idea in some way. That's, I just, just kind of my, my thoughts, um, as well, um, but Eckhart believed that the people of Atlantis were of Aryan race. Um, and uh, I believe Eckhart also viewed this about Lumeria as well. Um, and there's a lot of other, uh, when I looked into this, there's a lot of other like secret societies um, around that time who also believed very something similar um, that that was like the supreme race. Okay. Um, I'm not going to go too much into it, but I mean, we all know that, uh, they've, you know, the Nazis even took a religious symbol, uh, that was used by Buddhists for a symbol. That was a symbol of peace and they turned it into awful. They took it and they just misused it. Um, so uh, that's just something that I think is just worth noting. I mean, not to say that if you, you know, are open to these ideas that you prescribe to this ideology, that's not it at all. Um, but again i just think it was it's important to kind of mention that because there's a lot of people that kind of do that and say look white people are special blah 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 which is just like <laughs> um uh but uh it's very you know with everything um i think it's really important that we use our own judgment when we look at these topics you know always do your research um you know question everything um There is a lot more to Atlantis and and Lumeria. Um, I have to believe that these societies, you know, didn't really exist in, again, reality. But I really think they just exist in some other dimension or some form of consciousness. Um, And it's a lesson for us to not misuse power. That is my story about Atlantis, where it came from, um and uh, but again, I like really just scratched the surface with it. Those are just like the maybe the Coles notes, the unprofessional Coles notes. <laughs> I am not an expert at all. Um, but I definitely learned a lot because I really didn't know that it stemmed from Plato. Um, yeah, Plato's works. Yeah, I didn't
0: know that either. Yeah, it's interesting too. You know, like I don't, I, like I said, didn't know too much about Atlantis. I was curious if you came across anything um, in your research about maybe, you know, how people will feel like maybe they have star origins, right? Like the concept of star seeds. Um, is there any, like, have you, did you come across any for information about maybe how, like, somebody, like, any characteristics of the An- Atl- Atlanteans? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Actually, when, if you go onto that website, like a dazed. Uh, dot com article and actually just anywhere on tiktok (laughs) you'll probably see stuff like this but um there was one video that i saw and um this one um girl said and i've heard this before that if you feel like you have ties to atlantis you could feel like you have a deep fear of the water um like you have or you have like or vice versa that you're really drawn to the water, that you're um, drawn to the ocean in, in some form, um, and maybe you have some ties to Atlantis. I think it's interesting. Atlantis, for me as a kid, has I've always been fascinated by it. I don't know if I have like some connection to it, but again, like I, I don't know. I think maybe this is where you and I differ a little bit, Amy, because I don't necessarily feel like I prescribe to that starseed B- B- or um Pleiadian, um Atlantean, you know, what Lumerian, I don't feel like I necessarily prescribe to to that of like, you know, I because sometimes I feel like it can get a little bit messy. And I think this has come up before. Maybe you could kind of share your thoughts and or maybe you'll go into it too a little bit when you talk about Lumeria. But I think that it can kind of get a little bit messy and
0: a little bit
1: like culty sometimes. <laughs>
0: I agree. Well, spirituality can in general. Yeah.
1: It can get in general. And then people kind of have these, and this kind of gets into that messed up Nazism shit where, you know, uh, the supreme race and all that stuff, like not to say people are to that extent, but like, it, it gets to this point where you kind of sometimes some people, not everybody. Okay. But you think that, oh, I'm, I'm this, so I'm special.
0: You know, in in some but that's form. that ego, like we talked about in the the last episode with Ram Dass's brother. If you didn't listen to the last episode, we, I think I ended with that. That's that ego perspective taking over. Yeah,
1: yeah. So that's what I I mean. Like I I think it can get a little bit tricky.
0: And I think it can. Yeah, but
1: I I don't want to like completely dismiss that either because I do think maybe there's something something to it. If you feel like, because I I feel that way. Like I feel like I'm from somewhere else. I don't feel like I'm like from this planet. <laughs> and maybe my friends would agree with me too, but I really feel like I'm kind of, sometimes I feel like I'm from some other planet in space or in space and time in some other dimension. Um, and I know that we, uh, people also have talked about this idea in spirituality of like feeling at home, even as a kid. And we you know, I know we just got off this topic uh, of kids in spirit, but as a kid, I I shared the story before but I yelled at my mom and I said I want to go back home I was experiencing all of these like weird human human emotions I was angry I was sad I was happy I didn't know what to do with everything um, but then for me in my head I was like this isn't home I want to go back home you know which sounds awful and again I just feel like so bad because my mom had to listen to me talk about that but um, yeah I don't know I don't I don't know maybe I, I don't want to, I don't want to discount it again, but I, I need something a little bit more, um, with that to make me feel like, okay, there are actually things, maybe there are planets like, star, or there are such a thing as star seeds. There are such things as like Pleiadians. And did we come from these different, um, uh, societies and maybe, um, in, with the history of everything as with, you know, we know with colonialism and everything that happens in society, things get kind of taken over, misused. And, uh, you know, so maybe, maybe the real, as I'm talking, maybe the real, um, uh, you know, uh, way to address it is not like, this is where we're from, but maybe we're just kind of reforming, reshaping the idea of what it means to be a star seater. We're reshaping this idea of what it means to maybe, if if you feel this way of, uh, you know, if you're from Atlantis, what does that mean for you? We're kind of like reshaping it and we're redefining it, um, in a much more, in a better way. <laughs>
0: When you think about, like, characteristics or, you know, things about the different starseed types, like, I I hear what you're saying. Like, what if they are just almost expressions of consciousness or ways in which we expand and become more... Divine, you know like almost as if they are lessons or metaphors or symbols for the ultimate human you know not in terms of like the divine race uh in terms of what we should look like but in terms of what we should embody embody the essence of maybe yeah maybe yeah yeah interesting it's interesting, like, cause i I am interested in the con this concept of star but I do see how I, I think it's human nature, though, to want to like identify, belong with something, but then also like, it, but but then in that we separate and we categorize, and I just think it's because we do that like in our own human lives with people, and yeah, you know, and then then maybe it's another expression of
1: it in star seeds, like I, yeah, trying to like find. Where you belong in this mixed up, wild, messed up world sometimes, you know, trying to see where you kind of fit in.
0: Yeah. I I always take it as like guidance. Um, So when you're talking about Atlantis and, you know, like um, all the the misuse of power, the abuse of power and like all the things that did go wrong. um, I did want to share something that I read actually. And so next episode, I'm going to talk about Lemuria about... I read maybe in the women of Lemuria, but it also might've been in bringers of the dawn. So I'm going to uh, show you both books. Um, essentially this idea that like, um, hold on, let me go to my notes. So I don't get mixed up um, that like, just like, you know, this is through the lens that Atlantis was actual or a real place. Okay. Like through that lens um, that, you know, earth was kind of headed for the same fate. And that, you know, 2012, which a lot of people will credit as this beginning of something, a beginning of a new consciousness, the new earth, the 5D, whatever it is, um, that in, so according to like some of the channeling that came through in these books, 2012 was when things started to shift. And we actually, because our consciousness is shifting and we are starting to awaken at a, a rapid rate collectively, that... Um, we've almost like saved ourselves from the fate of like what would have happened with Atlantis. And we are actually going to be okay. Like we're, um, I don't know. I think that's an interesting point. Right. Um,
1: I, I I like that idea. I like that idea that we are growing and that we are evolving. Cause I do, I do think that we are. Um, and uh, I know I sound very bleak sometimes when I talk about, you know, <laughs>
0: It's good to have all points, all sides, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I think part of it too, is just the, the, the background of social work that I have and <laughs> just seeing all sides of the coin. But um, yeah, I, 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 I do think we're, we're progressing and I, I do think like, because what I kept getting too from, from spirit intuitively um, was that we are like with each year that passes um, we do shift collectively and and consciously in in some form um, yeah yeah to this kind of maybe hopefully one day utopian kind of society paradise, paradise. Yeah. heaven
0: yeah.
1: heaven yeah because isn't that the idea the idea is that we're trying to get closer and closer to
0: heaven heaven or yeah the Earth idea is that... trying
1: to but even for my own Like, from giving readings and from, like, doing my own research, it seems that the, that, like, we're, Earth is, like, the hardest place to come to learn. And if you went to any other planet or any other, um, uh, what is it, like, dimension or form of consciousness, it's easy to do things like manifest. You can do things like fly or you can do things like speak telepathically Right. And so, but when we come here, it can be such a shock to our systems um, or to our soul, maybe on a soul level that we can't necessarily do these things.
0: And is that the veil? Like, is the veil that? Yeah. That block or that, that block. like, I forgot, I'm forgetting, I'm here to remember. I'm here to remember, yeah. So to me, that that's kind of like bringing heaven, because I kind of subscribe to you know, us spiritually awakening and expanding our consciousness is is essentially like creating heaven where we are, or like seeing earth as heaven, like we that we could manifest it to be that. But what we, for me, like what I feel like what we would need to do is then to actually believe that we are empowered enough to create that, right? Or that, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's an interesting concept. And I, I do, I feel like this will talk about this revisited in the future. I know one of my listeners was, uh, is one of our listeners is, I was going to say my, my friend, but that's why I said mine, not our, um, our listeners is super into this stuff. And she kept saying, you guys need to like, subscribe to Gaia, um, mm-hmm. which is a uh, like streaming platform. And she's like, take a listen at what they, yeah, take a listen at some of the stuff and then make maybe revisit with like some more information at a future date. So I might do that because um, it's interesting. Oh, yeah. I
1: mean, And I, I think like I, we could go so many different places. Like I was trying to like look into more Atlantis of like, what does it mean like spiritually? And like, I think the theme that comes up over and over again is that moving, we're moving into more of uh, th- this place of like being with heaven, having heaven on earth raising consciousness which is interesting because i think that's what people say star seeds, Pleiadians, all of that come here to do is to try to help raise the consciousness
0: yeah but i think what you're kind of bringing up as a, a question something to ponder is but are did these things actually happen here in this realm or is this do these concepts come through as lessons, metaphors, to help us hear, like, almost like what, you know, what happened with Atlantis, like, is, is this is close to what's happening here, you know, as we're, as we're, evolving as we're getting really because something I've always read about Atlanteans where they're very like tech tech like scientific and, and right. technological advanced right so it's like I can see our society beginning to be more and more and more and more and more like that the, you know artificial intelligence and all that kind of stuff but like um, it almost it makes it almost feel I heard the word allegory in my mind there so it almost makes me feel like it is just kind of like a symbol a metaphor to what could happen if you do not
1: yeah that's what i yourself mean yourself in check
0: right like yeah. yeah
1: it's like check yourself before you wreck yourself
0: <laughs> yeah like the atlanteans did like the atlanteans did yeah
1: yeah Because yeah. yeah. I, I do think that i think it's people i don't think it's mother earth because we're you know we're the ones too that we we've created global warming right those pollution and, and everything else that's that, that we did it's not it's not going to be a series of events it's going to be us as people as a society that we're going to be our own undoing
0: yeah like when you're in the middle of something you know it's like when you when you yourself like this is a bad a bad example but it's just the first one that comes to my mind say you're like on a a health kick or you're on a fitness kick right and you're you're trying to change uh, your health or you're trying or maybe you're trying to change your appearance whatever it is it's like while you're in that, the results to you might not even feel like they're happening. But other other people are like, yeah, like I can totally see. Um, so it's it's kind of like that. I think that's coming in to say like even if you're not seeing, if you don't feel like you're seeing the growth around you, the growth within you, the growth um, as a society. It's it is happening, right? It, it's it's just happening slowly, and you might not be noticing it. I feel hopeful, um, for me about society. I feel hopeful because you know things that are coming to the surface in terms of, um, you know, uh, uh what's the, racism, um, you know, um, anything about people's sexuality, about all of that kind of stuff is it's just starting to come to the surface. Become we're we're shedding the the shadow around it where. I think we're healing that wound. I, I know we have a long way to go, but I just even in the course of my lifetime or my adult lifetime. Oh, absolutely. like things are happening. yeah, things yes. are happening.
1: I mean, yeah, anyways, I could go I could go on and on into it. I hope that was good. I hope I made sense. um and uh, uh yeah, I hope it didn't sound like I was uh, reading too much off a script because I definitely had things written. <laughs> it was all totally written down.
0: Yeah, and um, kind of beliefs and what's coming through in the moment. That's really all we can do. So thanks, Erin, for sharing.
1: Thank you, guys. Thanks for listening.
0: Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week.
1: Bye. Bye. If you like what you're hearing, don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple
0: Podcast, and tune in each week as we dish on all things spiritual. Don't forget to like, Comment on what you would like to hear us talk about next and subscribe.